0: Good morning. Welcome to Spotlight on Maryland. It's Gina Crash, your host for the next half hour. Or so, couldn't do it without our special guest today. We are joined by Chris Dipnerine. He is the founder of For My City. Good morning, Chris. How you doing? Hi,
1: good morning. I'm doing great. How are you?
0: Great, great. And that's the number 4 My City. And um and you've got that great accent. You are from Trinidad originally, right? But making your home in Baltimore now.
1: Yes, yes. I uh, moved here in 1998, so I uh, lived here for a long time. Yes, for a,
0: yes, for a very long time. And um, so tell us, for those that are listening this morning that might not know about the great work you do, tell us all about what is For My City.
1: Oh, so For My City, um, we are a organization that is focused on environmental sustainability through the diversion of food waste. So our goal is really to limit the harmful effects the effects caused by food waste on our environment while, impo- while improving food and in- food insecurity for the families within the communities of uh, Maryland and with a major focus here in Baltimore City.
0: Yeah, for sure. We, we did see recently, um, you know, with the plastic spoons and cutlery and whatnot being phased out for more sustainable items, things like that. Do you think that uh, we're, we're coming along a little bit, you know, as far as what we were a few years ago?
1: Yeah, I mean, we still have we still have a long way to go, but um, you know, and that's kind of what the idea for my city is. So we have our own line of biodegradable products that we make that are made from cornstarch and sugarcane bagasse that are 100% compostable. So the idea for my city is to take items that are related to, you know, in that that can cause waste in the food screen, so like your plates, your cups, your knives, your spoons and stuff, mm-hmm. and then develop develop a line of products that can replace these items at, you know, similar price or lower price.
0: And, you know, we've done a lot of uh, community cleanups around here as a company and as with our group of radio stations. And that is the number one thing we see those, you know, styrofoam cups, water bottles. It's just it's a mess. And that ends up in our on our rivers and streams and everything. And so thank you for doing something about it. And you founded the organization back in um, what year recently? So
1: 2018. So we founded in 2018, and then, you know, we applied for a nonprofit status and stuff, and then we got that in 2019, in August of 2019.
0: Congratulations. So. so you are a 501c3 nonprofit organization, which is what this show, Spotlight on Maryland, is all about, shining that spotlight. So of all the things, you know, we hear that Baltimore needs so much help, and we do. Of all the things to focus on, what was that? You, what was it that made you... Um, Pick this area that we need to work on. It seems like you were very passionate about that. There were a lot of things you could do, but why did you choose the environmental sustainability and the solution of you know solving food waste and there and, and in the process helping out with hunger and food insecurity here in your own community? So
1: you know, I was I was looking for something to do that that could create change in our communities. Um, and you know, during my research, you know, I realized you know, I mean, food waste in America is huge, right? Like, we waste over 40% of the food we produce. um, And, you know, statistically, only 10% of that, if we divert it, could actually end hunger. Um, So, you know, I wanted to create something that was circular. I didn't want to just create, like, another food bank or another, you know, uh, climate kind of activist organization. So I wanted to create something that was circular. So what For My City is, It's really a four-phase sustainability program. So phase one, we educate people about food waste, how to stop food waste. We work primarily with, like, major food produce distributors. uh, Our focus is on healthy foods. We work with farmers and produce distributors as our main source of um, food items. Um, So we educate them about food waste and inventory management ways to stop food waste in the manufacturing stream, in the selling stream, in the retail stream, in the the wholesale stream. Um, phase two is, well, again, like I said, there's about 40% of food we produce is wasted. So phase two is how do we divert that food into families that are facing food insecurity? Um, you know, I think it's like a stats like one in six or one in seven families in, in, in Maryland face food insecurity. Yeah. Yeah. That's, an alarming stat.
0: It really um, is.
1: So You know, we divert that food into the hands of families that could face food insecurity. Since 2018, so I founded Comer City in October of 2018, um, we've diverted over 135 million pounds of food just through food waste. We've not spent a single dime on buying food like other food banks. This is all just food that was diverted, that Mm -hmm. would have been trashed. 135 million pounds. That's probably around hundred and twelve million meals if you do the conversion wow, right. um three is industrial use so i want to again I said like I wanted to really close the loop on food waste, so phase three is industrial use. What can you use or what can what else can you do with food waste right so You know, I grew up in Trinidad. I grew up around the sugarcane fields. I grew up around cornfields. I grew up around, you know, the the massive waste that came from sugarcane production, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So we've created our own line of biodegradable products. So when you think about plates, cups, knives, spoons, Anything that you think uh, is, like, a disposable item in the food waste industry, um, even shopping bags, right, like grocery bags, we have our own line of biodegradable products made with sugarcane bagasse, made with cornstarch that can actually be composted, you know, naturally within, you know, a 90-day period. So if it just happens to go into the waste stream, it will automatically break down in a 90-day period. You, we're eliminating plastic waste and then phase four is really where the kicker comes in is we've created we've partnered and created our own line of aerobic digesters and what that is it's a machine that takes any kind of food waste including all of my city biodegradable products and turns it into usable soil amendment within a 24-hour cycle where wow. the first and only organization in the state of maryland that's running this type of technology um, so we can take any kind of food waste including meats and all these different things and we put it in our machine and within 24 hours you have a usable soil and then we give that soil out to our community members partners for free so they could actually go back now and regrow food in the community garden so when you think about like closing the entire loop of food waste like we've accomplish
0: that. It really is a circle. Now, do you have to have your um, compostable, sustainable products to use that machine? Or, you know, what, what if you got, you know, plastic spoons from a restaurant down the street if they still serve them by chance? Or does it have to be, you know, um, compliant with your, your materials? Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, for the, for the compost to come out properly, yes. Um, it, it has to be uh, compostable item. So mm-hmm. if the restaurant does have compostable items or is selling something that's 100% uh, biodegradable, it can go in a machine. Gotcha. Um, we've tested our products because, you know, we, 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 I run like strict strict test to make sure that the products are compliant. Um, What you find in the industry is people say that something is 100% biodegradable, but it has 50% PLA in there for structure. And what that does, it it does not break down in the machine or it, it creates a contamination of the compost. Now, if that does happen, that's the beauty of our machine, the product doesn't break down. The actual product just comes out as a whole. So if you, if you happen to put a plastic fork in, in, in yeah. the machine, that plastic fork comes back out in, in the soil amendment. So gotcha. you just have to sift you know, sift through it and, and stuff. Yeah, but, it's kind I mean, of it's, like... It's when, all fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: It's like when you try to deposit cash into the ATM and it doesn't like one of the wrinkly bills yeah, it and it spits, spits it out, right yeah. back <laughs> at you. Exactly. So do you find that composting, are people getting the hang of it? Is that, what was, was there an area of any of these key components of what you do that people were kind of the most resistant to or like, you know, say it is a restaurant that's like, well, I don't have compost. How do I get those? Or how do I serve those? Or how do I compost in my yard or whatever? Is that something that, you know, you're definitely helping with that. Is that something that you think that the community has been a, a little bit confused or resistant to sometimes?
1: So, right, I would say it's confused. Yeah. Uh, I think the community is very confused about it, but it's really ease of access, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we we want people to do these things, but we don't make it easy for them to do it, right? Right, so, right exactly. You know.
0: <laughs> but you have, and I think that's the beauty of it, Chris. You've taken like a rather um, all in, I mean, this is a, a, a massive uh, goal to take on but you have done it in this circular fashion and it's actually it's working and like it's it, it, so it's like you're very smart i have to pat you on the back because this is amazing you're making it easy for someone like me to understand or anybody else who's listening this morning hopefully that it's really it's something we can accomplish together with ease
1: and that's the beauty about what we're doing is we've really simplified um, how easy it is to be composting right and you know we have, we still have so much amazing technology coming out um, our composters, we could put it in any communities, like in schools and, and, and buildings. So instead of people having to um, create another trash bins, right? So like you go outside, now you see like you have green bins, you have le- yellow bins for paper, <laughs> you have blue bins for recycle. Yep. Um, and then the city wanted you to have like a green bin for composting. Yep. Um, then you want to put food waste in these bins and that's going to attract more rodents, more, you know, mm-hmm. more pests, right? So without compost, there's, like, we can put it in like every block and then you just walk up, open the lid, drop it in there. There's no rodents, there's no extra odors, there's not- nothing like that. And we can process, you know, anywhere up to, like, the, the, the big machine I put into Baltimore here is the largest machine in any city setting across the United States. It's 4,000 pounds a day of food waste this machine can process. So you wow. can basically put 4,000 pounds a day of food waste into this machine, and within 24 hours, it turns that into usable soil amendment. And it breaks it down so, like, for every 100 pounds, it's, like, 10 pounds of soil waste. This soil amendment that's coming
0: out—that's incredible. And there's been—I don't know—I live in the Towson area, and I swear lately there's just been so much trash floating around. It was like like a windstorm kicked up, and everybody's weekly trash flew out the window. I mean, even in my own parking garage, I'm parking. It's like every parking space has trash, cups, bags. Like I don't know if it's a combination of people don't care if they don't have a place to put it, but this is a solution. We need more of these machines. To, to help, you know, clean up our area too because it's just, have you noticed that? It just seems like, I don't know yeah, where, where you live relative to where I do, but I just well, feel like the side of the highway and there's just trash everywhere. That's the, you
1: see that's the issue facing, like Maryland facing Baltimore, right? Like, so, like for instance, we have the incinerator down, downtown which creates bad air and, and people hate it and whatnot, right? Yeah. But if we shut that down, our landfill, I think, would fill within the next 10 years. So like by 20, by like twenty. 32 or something, so the landfill would be filled, right, if we shut it down. But believe it or not, 22% of the waste that goes through that facility is food waste. So, right, so if we eliminate, like, paper cups, like I said, and go buy the grill bowl, if we eliminate the food food waste that's going into these bags. Now, I always challenge people, right, I say, go to your kitchen, see how much of your waste in your kitchen is actually food waste. And a lot of people would tell me it's about, 25 to 50 percent of the food they throw into their garbage can Mm -hmm. is like food waste like table scraps like maybe plates maybe cups maybe bottles yep um you know these different things that take up a lot of your waste stream and then you put that outside right like you know what what if you put a paper like a like a Paper in your trash can do you think rodents are going to be attracted to
0: it they're not right <laughs> no, but leftovers um, from that <laughs> restaurant yep they're going to, they're right. going to find a chicken so, bone that yeah didn't finish eating yep so we could eliminate so much issues
1: by just composting mm-hmm. um then the problem again is just making compost easy so of the, the major facility in maryland's pg county from baltimore so that's about 45 minutes an hour mm-hmm. drive out of the city right um and then most companies charge people to compost. With with My City, composting is free. It's absolutely free. Like, we don't charge anything for it. You can drop your compost off at the facility for free. If you wanted to utilize compost from a facility, you can come pick it up for free. Um, no other company across the United States offers this. No one. Um, and, and that's the goal of For City, is to create this type of environment, to create where you don't have to charge to save the environment. Where other companies are charging you to save the environment, my goal is to make environmental sustainability free and affordable.
0: Yeah, because it would be – it seems like it would be a luxury item if it wasn't free. You know, we tar- we want everyone to take advantage of this because then everyone will have a cleaner – um, city exactly. and planet. And I think, so it kind of leads into my next question, too, is that what makes For My City so much different from other organizations that might have some similarities, but but you really encompass, it's not just a hunger organization, it's not just environmental sustainability, sustainability but it's everything you're thinking about the future. So is that the key distinction you think is that, that, that your ultimate goal is to make this? Yeah,
1: so the, the the goal of Forma City is really to be different, right? So people ask me that all the time. Like people say, "Well, you're a food bank." They said, "No, we're not a food bank." Mm-hmm. Meaning that I don't buy food and stock food for residents to come pick up and, and distribute, right? Like we rescue food. Like we'll rescue an entire truckload of lettuce, for instance, and that's what we're putting out to the community, right? Because I believe that's one less item that you're going to have to go buy in the grocery now, right? So if mm-hmm. you don't have to go buy lettuce. You're, that's one one item less. You don't have to go buy tomatoes. It's one item less, right? So our goal is not to, like, fill your tables with a selection of food. Our goal is to fill your homes with food that would otherwise be wasted, right? So, you know, we don't buy food. And and the 135 million pounds of food that we've distributed for families that are facing hunger, that's all stuff that would have been wasted. It's all edible food. If you come down to our warehouse, we do tours for people, and they're so surprised of how much food that we rescue that's actually like edible, right? And they look at it, they're like, I would eat this.
0: And I'm like, I know you would. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> um, that's that's and, a field trip for people of all ages to see this at work. My goodness, that's yeah. fascinating.
1: And, and anyone can come. And that's the, that's the, the, the other thing about Formacy. The All Warehouse is open because we want to, we, we like, we focus on the education of food waste, right? So, you know, whereas you can't walk into major food banks and then just give you a spontaneous tour. You can do that with For My City, mm-hmm. right? You can go on my Instagram and see our warehouse operations every day by looking at my videos. Like, we encourage this. We want people to see this in operation because I want people to go do it. Go. Mm-hmm. If you want to create a rescue organization in your city, in your community, in your county, I will teach you how to. You know, the goal is not for Format City to be the biggest and the baddest. The goal is for us to inspire change. Yeah. And if we can create this this model, this system, and you could name it whatever you want to name it in your city, um, go (laughs) do it. Rescue food, help families, because, you know, it just starts with one, right? Yeah. Help one person. And
0: if everybody does that,
1: then we're not going to be in the position that we're in today, unfortunately. Yeah, you're very. And that's kind of the difference, right? Y-
0: yes, it is. You're very generous and very transparent about what you're doing and, and exactly. educating everyone about how to do it themselves. And, and
1: when you think about environmental sustainability and healthy eating, it's the most expensive thing in our country. Um, you know, lettuce, salads, fruit, it's the most expensive thing you're finding in grocery stores. You're right. The idea of what format is, is to lower these costs, bring these costs down, make people eat healthy instead of eating junk, because that's the cheapest alternative. You know, make composting easy so that, you know, people want to do it, right? Make it exciting, make it fun. Um, make biodegradable products. My goal is to, to make biodegradable products as cheap or lower than plastic alternatives.
0: Right, right, alternative, and what are so s- that
1: people don't have to struggle,
0: <laughs> right, right, and believe me, with inflation and everything else, this is a great way to combat some of that um, yes. and to save some money for families and people, individuals in general. And um, what are some of those uh, here in the summertime? Some of those programs, the immediate programs that you have in place with for my city to help families this summer with some of that.
1: So one of the biggest thing that we focus on every summer since I launched is our kids summer meals program, right. Um, what that is, is during the summer months, there's a lot of kids that really depend on school meals during during the term to, like, get by, right? Like, families depend on that. I mean, growing up as a kid, I depend on the school lunches and mm-hmm. the school breakfast. A right? lot of people. Because I couldn't afford to, to um you know, to, to take my own meals to school. So I depended on that. And then when summer's out and school's out, guess what? All these kids now are out of those meals, right? Mm, that's right. Um and then it has been a struggle this year for like, you know, funding for the summer meals program. So so what we do at For My City is we have our own kids' summer meals program. Now, we don't, what most other summer meals programs do is they just give like a little cooked meal in a container, like a sandwich, an apple, that kind of stuff, right? We actually give a bag, like a bag full of grocery stores. So we'll put like two whole loaves of bread in there, a, a jar of peanut butter, a jar of jelly a bunch of random snack items. Um, So these people not only have like one little breakfast meal or one little dinner meal, they actually have an entire meal that they could share with the family if needed, but they could last an entire day, maybe two, right? So our our summer meal program is different. And since I launched, we've done over 4.2 million meals. Um, This year, we're doing 1.2 million meals just through the summer months. So like from June, July, August, we're doing 1.2 million meals for these kids or these families that are facing food insecurity due to you know school um, timeframe being out. And then another program that we, we, we're testing this year, we're testing this year, is our Code Red days. So in Baltimore, we have these hot summer days, right? Oh, like oh, yeah. really hot summer days. Um, so we're testing through the, the Ministry of um, Homelessness in Baltimore, code red cooling center day so the city sets up these cooling centers for like homeless people people that don't have ac and these different things so when people come to these cooling centers thanks to for my city this year they'll have fresh fruits they'll have like these same type um, bags where it's going to have ready to eat items you know bananas apples bread peanut butter jelly some snack items Plus, like water and drinks, protein drinks, protein shakes. They're going to get a little bag like that. So we're testing that for the homeless um, this year. And then a agreement I just signed this past week, and then we kick off next week after Independence Day. <laughs> we kick off our um, food rescue delivery in partnership with DoorDash. So anyone that's in a 10-mile radius for my city that's struggling with food insecurity, They'll be able to register with us, and then through a partnership with DoorDash, we'll deliver these grocery bags to them free of charge. Absolutely no charge. It's coming to your house free. So we'll post the menu items of what's available for rescue to, at the begin, beginning of the day. Then, you know, people that sign up for the program, they'll have an hour to say, hey, I want that. Um, And then every day that menu changes, so like if we rescue lettuce today, right, they'll get a bag with like a a few cases of lettuce, heads of lettuce in it, Um, tomatoes, whatever the things may be that we we have on the menu for that day, avocados, bananas, whatever the case may be, they'll see that in that bag, and then they'll be able to to say, hey, yes, I want that. And then a DoorDash driver will pick it up and drop it straight to your home at no charge. You know, again, you know, it's going to be we're testing this program. Um, We're looking at senior communities that don't have access to transportation. We're looking at low-income families that are struggling with the gas prices and transportation that can't make it to one of our community distribution sites, which we have over 32 across the state of Maryland. Um, So we're targeting these type of families that have limited mobility, Um, and we appreciate the support from DoorDash on this. I mean, we think this is going to be a really amazing program, and we can deliver uh, we're projected to deliver over 400 of these grocery bags daily.
0: That's incredible. So and in, uh, I think now would be a good time for people to find out what your website is. You're about to launch this program after uh, the holiday. So your website is the number 4mycity.us. Is that right?
1: Yes. So the number 4mycity.us. That's our website. That's our Instagram. You can always find us there. Um, that's our YouTube channel. Everything's for mycity.us. Yeah, so, everything. Um, yeah,
0: that you're, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. There's there's a direct link there. Um, icons at the bottom of the page for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, yep. YouTube. And you're right. You're out there doing your videos all the time to sort of visualize some of what we've been talking about. And how is exactly. the re- the response been, Chris, to all of these programs that you're doing? Um, from you know kids needing after school meals and weekend meals to to what's coming up with DoorDash and all these exciting things. How's the response been from the community so far?
1: Look, the, the people we serve love it, right? And, and that's that's our main goal, um, is to to change the lives of the families that we're serving. Um, the kids love it. Uh, we do a back-to-school program for the kids every year at the end of summer, too, um, where we've done over 5,000 brand-new book bags and school supplies for the kids. So that, that everything kind of accumulates into that, into getting them back into school with the supplies they need. Um, that's our, our end of summer program and then for Christmas we do toys. We've done over thirty thousand toys for the communities in Baltimore. Oh my so, gosh, that's
0: incredible. You know,
1: we, we do a lot of amazing stuff and, and the kids, man. I, like I said I you know, uh, something about me is I grew up poor. I grew up in the island of Trinidad poor and I tell people already, when I moved to the US I moved here with five hundred dollars in my pocket, right? It was a different time in nineteen ninety eight, to believe it or not, it's a short time frame. Yeah. It was a completely different time back then.
0: Sure was. Um
1: you know, and uh, you know, I moved here with five hundred dollars in my pocket. So I grew up. I know what it is to struggle. I know what it is to look for food. I know what it is to look for help. Um, and I know how, you know, how it, it can really be for parents in this position to to look their kids in, in the eyes. You know, because my dad had to look look me in the eyes. So I, I know how that is. Mm-hmm. So for me to like, now give back and, and and change the lives of these families or alter the the, the, the tra- trajectory of these kids' future. Um, it's important and it's, it's, you know, I'm blessed to say that I could do it. And, you know, my team, um, believe it or not, we only have like five people employed with my city, um, all these amazing things we do are through our volunteers. So oh, my gosh. For our communities to rally, really rally behind us and support these initiatives over the last couple of years, that means a ton and it really shows the strength of community here in Maryland and Baltimore.
0: Absolutely. That's incredible. So if people want to support uh, For My City, whether it's through volunteering or donations, or how, how is the best way for them to do that, Chris?
1: So, yeah, I mean, go to our website. Um, if you want to volunteer, the link is on there in our contact us page. Just sign up to volunteer. Um, we welcome any, you know, anyone over age 16. Um, people are welcome to bring their kids in, too, for tours. Like, we love, I love kids at the, at the facility, I mean, because we want to inspire them. So, you know, feel free. I mean, we're we're open for tours, you know. Uh, email us, schedule us to, to to visit, to see what we do, to learn about what we do to volunteer. If you want to donate, the best way to donate is on our website, to formycity.us, your donations. If you want to be specific on where your donations go, we can do that. Also, if, if companies want to visit and, and do like a, a big company day, we had uh, Keller Williams do it. We had Under Armour do it. We had BGE do it, where they just bring like 50 employees and they come and they volunteer and help us do these stuff. You're more than welcome to. If you want to start a fundraiser for us, we can do that. We have links we can create for people that for their businesses that they just want to, you know, track how much they raise for their particular business. We can create um, links for them and they can do their own donation page for my city. Um, I mean, just again, donations help us. We, we, we're a nonprofit organization. Um, you know, donations help. Uh, you know, I don't take a salary from the organization. Um, all our salaries are capped, so no one makes a ton of money. We're very public. We are guide star rated platinum, which is the highest level wow. you can receive as a nonprofit. Um, so yeah, I mean we're you know, we're doing our things. We actually won Maryland Inno Award by Baltimore Business Show um, this past year for the most innovative, one of the most innovative nonprofits in, in, in the sector. So, Congratulations. You know, we're really, um, really excited about all these things that are happening.
0: Well-deserved. We have one final minute. Is there anything we haven't <laughs> covered to keep uh, the future of For My City alive? We've been talking to Chris uh, Dipnerine, and he's the founder of For My City. Um, is there anything else you you want to say in these final minutes that we have here?
1: Um, just support us, man. Support us with your volunteering. Help us raise donations. I mean, you know, the more the more support we can get in the community from volunteering and the more support we can get from donations is the more accessible our programs could be across the state of Maryland, right? Like, we want to put more machines for composting. We want to get our biodegradable products in the market so we can eliminate some of this plastic waste. So we want to grow. So donations help us. Volunteering help us continue all these amazing programs. Um, you know, support, share our name. You know, you never know who can who who loves what we do and may want to be part of this, or you know, want to support it, want to get a composter at their site. All these different things. So you know, share our name, share share what we're doing because you know, the more people we can reach, is the better it is going to be for our. our, our um, you know our our state of uh, state and our city of Baltimore. So
0: that's right. Well, it starts with the name and your website, the number four mycity.us. You can also follow them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Get an idea of the great work you're doing in the community every day. Thank you so much, Chris. You're an incredible person, and I'm so glad we had you on the show today.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you having us on and, you know, hopefully we could, um, hopefully you can stop by and and take a visit one day.
0: (laughs) Yes, I'm booking a tour right now, you guys. And thank you all so much for listening. Uh, This has been a production of Odyssey Baltimore.